guys. Welcome back to this week's episode of your favorite not sponsored podcast, Apples and Oranges. We really do need to change that. Um, your good friend here, Oranges, with my bestest, bestest friend, Apple. Uh, Hello, everybody. Thanks for coming back for another week. We uh, really, truly did enjoy it. Like, we were just literally just talking about last week's episode, so we hope re- you all enjoyed as much as we did. It was a great eye-opening experience with our good friend Pineapple on uh, homeschooling and versus public schooling. Really, truly did affect a lot of my, or uh, it influenced, I would say, my point of view and my thought processing on this. What about you, Apple? Um, it really, I really thought about things a little bit differently after talking with her. Um, cause she's done it for so long and, um, but yeah, I, at the end of the day, I'm still a public school kind of person, but I totally support if you are a homeschool mom, I totally, or dad family, I totally support you. I really do. I think it takes a special kind of person to homeschool and you guys really do it all. Whereas I just ship them off and take care of them at the end of the day. So <laughs> You ship them off as if you're not like actively involved in seven or eight different types of parenting activities after school, but whatever. <laughs> um, so this week's episode, something again we're super excited about. We're continuing on. And by the way, for all our listeners that are that listen um, religiously, we know that we still have some that we have not had as guest stars or guest podcasters, guest hosts. Hosts is the best term. Um, we are truly enjoying just these little interactions that we get to have with our close friends or just friends that I'm meeting and Apple is meeting. So this week's episode is going to be another one of those opportunities. This is a mutual friend of ours, and I know that Apple is going to go a little bit more in depth with it. But if you're listening to this podcast and you think this is something that I would enjoy the opportunity to participate in, please let us know because yes, please let us know. We'd love to have you on. And at that, I'm going to toss it back to Apple, who's going to kind of give you um, a heads up on this week's episode of Wheel of Fortune of Guest Hosts. (laughs) (laughs) So um, me and Orin does have a mutual friend that we met through working at the convenience store. And she is an avid reader, just like I am, and just like oranges when she has time and so we thought that we would bring her on and we would kind of have like a couple weeks ago we talked about cartoons and the live action remakes so we thought a perfect um, topic for this guest would be books and books to movies like if they're the same if they're not the same so please welcome our friend strawberry to the podcast and strawberry for joining us today hello everybody so 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 excited And, and this is um this is a mutual friend that we've had that we've gone on kind of like, I don't even remember what her, her fruit name was, but we have a couple friends that we've done group trips with that always end up nearly costing us our liver, uh, <laughs> our safety, whatever. But we, we did about a year or so ago do a group trip with Strawberry, and we're currently planning another one at the end of the year that I'm super excited about. Because we have such a good repertoire. It doesn't matter how varying differences we are. Because um, Strawberry is from the Midwest. Like, is that the best way to describe the state you're from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, and then Apple is obviously Southwest and then I'm a Southern girl almost through and through, but it's fun because we are able to do these, um, podcast because it's so natural for us to just carry on a conversation and this is a topic strawberry and apple both um have a lot more reading under their belt not to say that i don't read i just don't have nearly the opportunities that they do presented and also i am a victim of the entertainment industry in the sense that (laughs) I watch so much more TV than I probably need to. So this episode is going to be super exciting for us. And apparently Strawberry's dog lady is doing something in the background. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's, let's just kind of toss it to, to Strawberry to introduce herself, give a, a general um, rundown of who she is and why this is a topic that she's kind of excited about. Well, I am a married individual that that I live in um, the same state but in a different place as apples and oranges um, have recently just moved and um, getting to know my new area which is really great um, I love to read I it is a passion I've had for multiple years I, I read every night before I go to sleep um, whether it's a page a sentence or for five hours because I'm in a good part of the book. Um, (laughs) That's what I do. Um, In a nutshell, that's kind of to me today is just a very, very fluid reader. Does that? Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry. Sorry. I'm trying to eat. Um, Okay. So I guess, I guess we'll start off. Right. mm -hmm. Um, So which do you think is better books or we'll start off with which is better books or movies? So we'll, we'll throw it to you, Strawberry. What do you think is better, books or movies? Books, of course, because books allow your imagination to go crazy with, you know, the, the, the author usually gives you just enough details that you formulate what you think the person's going to look like to where movies kind of, they take over and they, they implant in your mind what they want you to think instead of allowing your mind to grow. Oranges, what do you prefer, books or movies? <laughs> Hmm. So, uh, preference, if I had more time, it would be books. Um, at this point and junction in my life, I feel like I rely substantially more on movies because whereas a book is going to take me two days to read, a movie is an hour and a half. And I understand how millennial that makes me sound. (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, I have supporting arguments for both. I truly would love to have the free time to read much more than I do currently. Um, But I I just don't. I don't is what it boils down to. So uh, I'm going to have to be on the page of movies, and I hate the fact that I say that. Um, So for me, it's going to be books all day, every day. Um, I do go to the movies quite often. Actually, this weekend is the first weekend I haven't been to the movies in probably months. Um, but to me, there's nothing like sitting down with a book and just getting immersed into the characters and the location and the plot. And 
I mean, there's been plenty of nights where I've been reading and I stay up way too late because there's a plot twist and I literally cannot put it down. <laughs> and to me, I'm not going to get that out of a movie, but I'm going to get that out of a book. So let's, I, I kind of, I know you have a generic or like a, a vague um, timeline for how you want this episode to go, but I want to kind of backtrack and ask you guys both this because I think it's important. Have you both been avid readers since you were children, or is this something that kind of, as you grew older, you became much more interested in? Strawberry, you can go ahead. Um, I actually did not read a lot during school. I read just enough um, <laughs> to, to, to be dangerous, and I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but then when I um, got out of college, I, I started reading, and I, I had an author that I just loved reading their books which is really it's a different author than because I oh, if we go to movies I don't like scary movies I loved Stephen King I read everything he wrote really and, yes and multiple times um and so it was one of those that I that was again I don't watch scary movies because they just they get to me but you can close a book and walk away and come back and it's not so intense so I think that's where I started because it was Stephen King, Dean Koontz, um, Anne Rice, all of those real dark authors. This is why I love you because I can see that almost as like an acceptance in your personality. You're not going to be a Nicholas Sparks reader or whatever his name hey, is. Hey, wait, I read him. I read him though. I read everything. Like, and, and here's the thing. Like, I enjoy the casual distract me from the realities of life in something like a Nicholas Sparks novel where it's just a love story but also um and and we'll come back to me to discuss my favorite author here in a minute I I like the fact that just like you said while I enjoy horror movies and suspenseful horror movies that is one of the um my wife and I we have always Halloween is our nearly it's pretty much our favorite season like everybody's like Christmas and we're like no please Halloween like scare the shit out of us um we enjoy a very well done not gore movie but a suspenseful movie because it makes us think in an hour and a half but with a suspenseful book it gives you the opportunity to read 20 30 40 pages and realize that you you're at your limit and then set it down and come back. So same question to you, though, Apple. When did you become such an avid reader? I've been an avid reader all my life. Like, I cannot remember a time where I wasn't reading. Um, it, I mean, from when I was really little, I can remember just totally loving reading. And I've just, I've read anything that I could get my hands on. And um, when, with my husband's work, we used to move a lot. And so every time we would move somewhere, like, literally one of the first places I would always find is the library because I would go, I would get a whole bunch of books and that would entertain me until the cable man showed up. Right. So I think uh, I yeah. conversation when you moved to our mutual town, I feel like I remember that where you were waiting at one point for the cable man to come, or maybe this was a conversation that I had with your son when we were down there last time and how there was no cable or internet and it was the end of the world and you guys had to rely on reading. <laughs> yeah. Well, my children read also, but and my youngest reads a lot more than my oldest, but they don't read as much as I do. Yeah. I read a lot. 
And and you, oranges, have you like? Did you read when you were younger? I read a ton. I was a huge, um, and, and part of it was the school that I had the opportunity to go to for high school. It um, we were required to read a ton of books. So yeah, I went to a high school that actually like truly supported the necessity to read as much as humanly possible. We all shared a bunch of books um, as students between each other and and as well as teachers. Most of our teachers, we only had five or six in our entire school that we were actively involved in that weren't college instructors, but they have a couple of them on my Facebook who will share summer reading lists from previous students with us as students. So I read a lot more as I was younger than I do currently because of, you know, availability of time. Um, but I also am lucky in this sense because my my wife and my child love reading. I can... <laughs> baby cat gets in trouble in school for reading instead of doing her schoolwork. (laughs) But she, um, she would be fun to have as a guest commentator on this episode at some point just to, but I, I know what she would say. She'd be like, I love reading. Books are amazing. Movies that are about books suck. Like, I <laughs> so yeah, so while I enjoy reading a lot, I don't have the time to do so now. So I do have a lot more, um, I do enjoy a lot more of the movies than I probably should. Okay, so. Well, there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, tons of people prefer movies over books. And some people are just not readers, which I don't understand. But I think it's because <laughs> I love reading so much. Have we um, okay. even list this on there, like, to discuss our favorite authors? I don't know if you did. Um, it's coming. It's coming. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, along those lines, what is your, if you had to choose one, I know this is like choosing one child over another, but. What is your favorite book of all time? Strawberry. Mine, um, I did I did some soul searching on this one. I had a, a long list and I narrowed it down to one I've probably read ten times. Um, and, and I think the reason why I like it so much is just because it's it's so well written and um it's 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 Angela's Ashes by Frank McCord. It's a good one. It is. It is just one of those that just grabs your attention, and you just want to know what's going on. And I think it's also because it's during a time when it's hard for us to even conceive some of these things happening. I mean, kids dying of starvation and and just all the disease they had back in back in the early 1900s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that, that you- is my book. Oranges, what would be your favorite book? What about you? I'm curious about yours because I know how many you read. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so if I had to choose one book, um, 
it would probably be Gone with the Wind. And I've read it, I can't even tell you how many times. I actually just reread it this summer. Um, oh, the character development, in my opinion, in that book is amazing. And, I mean, say what you want to say about Scarlett O'Hara, because she's flat out. I mean, she's just a bitch. But, I mean, <laughs> to watch her, to watch her character development, to watch the supporting character developments in that in that story is just amazing. And what the South went through in the war, I mean, that's a totally other topic of conversation for a totally other day. But I will read that book every couple of years. And I am completely enthralled every single time I read that book. So I do have a question only because I've never, I, I've never read the book. I've never actually, I don't know. I've never consciously seen the book um, and how thick it is. So I'm it's gonna, very thick. Yeah. So I know the movie is like 37 hours long or something crazy like that. How many pages are in the book? I have no idea. Cause I read it on my Kindle. Uh, the first time I read it, I read it like actual paper book, and that sucker was freaking fat. Um, but I don't remember how many pages are in that book. At least a good thousand. Fifteen hundred, maybe? Joseph. I'm sorry, what? Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. <laughs> it's a long book. I mean, it, it, I mean, that, that author has amazing detail in that, in that book. Mm-hmm. And that's so, one of the reasons why that movie is, you know, it takes a whole day to watch it. <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Every moment of your free time for an entire day dedicated to Scarlet. Like, no, no, I, I can't. Um, so, and I, I think part of my, it, it, this is going to kind of reflect, a, um, trying to think the best way to state this, a slight generational difference. Um, when I was coming up in school, uh, I don't know if you guys know who Chuck Palahniuk is. Yes. No. He is a very different author. And my favorite book of all time has always been, or hasn't always been, but has been since I was 16 years old, 15 years old, Fight Club. Oh. He, oh. Yeah. <laughs> he... Um, is a, he has a very unique writing style because he he wants to present for you one image as a distraction for the for the end game of the book. Kind of like I I think I think Apple you I know that you've seen Fight Club, yes? Yes, I've seen Fight Club. I've just never read the book. Strawberry, have you seen Fight Club? I've seen it but never read the book. So that that movie and we'll, again, we'll touch base on this um, later, I'm sure, is a very true representation of his writing style. Interesting. So he's like, it's almost like a sleight of hand. He wants you to pay attention to something, um, one thing, and then at the end of the, the novel, he's showing you truly what the topic should be about. Um, he has several books that are all written in that same style another one of my favorite ones is called invisible monsters and it's about <laughs> it's about a uh, a model who is just entirely messed up um fantastic like sleight of hand which with most books i kind of get bored unless it they present themselves um something that's going to 
re re attach my desire to continue reading i guess is the best way which is why i feel like i probably would never have read gone with the wind because 200 pages and i'd have been like i'm done <laughs> like i know what's gonna happen it's the south like <laughs> the south isn't gonna rise again i promise you it does not rise again in that book like there's nothing surprising about it I kind of know what's going to happen but with his writing style you really don't know what's going to happen until you finish the book and in addition I hope maybe someday he'll listen to this podcast and be like yes this is why I write um he adds these little details that you have to continue reading like you read the book and then when you reread the book you you pick up something different and then when you reread the book like 10 years down the road you still pick something else different up but i'm like that with almost any book that i reread i will read it and then read it again later and i'll pick up stuff that i swear to god was not there the first time yep i agree so so that lends me to a question for for you orange are you very particular by genres or by authors you don't you don't expand to a lot of different things when you're reading or when you have the opportunity to read <laughs> um mm, no i know that's a hesitant no um i am open to just about everything But I do need almost that sleight of hand. Like, I need a a plot twist, I guess would be the best way to describe it. If it's going to be, if it's a Nicholas Sparks novel, kind of like a lifetime, I know how it's going to end. And therefore, I really don't have much desire to read it. If I don't know how it's going to end, that's how you suck me in. Okay. So it's like it, it could be horror it could be love novels it could be mysteries it could be all of those but i do need that sleight of hand that plot twist to kind of keep me enthralled or halfway through the novel i'm going to put it down and know how it ends and be com- content with the rest of my life Makes okay sense. so our next question is the next question on the list was who is your favorite author artist in my so, oh, you're going with the same author that wrote the book? Yeah, Chuck Palahniuk. He he literally is. He has always been my favorite author since I've been 15 years old, and I've read a whole lot of other books, obviously, but I I still follow him on Instagram, like or Facebook <laughs> or whatever. Like, please tell me when you're re-releasing something new because I need something. Um, so that's mine. But strawberry strawberry um that's a really hard one because there's so many authors that i enjoy reading because of, of different areas like uh, like janet vakovich if i want to laugh i read her books they are yes. just the funniest thing ever but as far as best author i would probably i would probably go with um tom o'bren he he writes a lot of um stories based on like one of the stories he wrote is called the things they carried and that was on my list when I had to come down to my favorite book he just he it's a collection of stories about 
a, a platoon that's in Vietnam and the things that they carry to war, whether it be a picture of a loved one or, you know, whatever. But his all of his books are um, true stories and they all deal with, you know, actual people that are, you know, in the service and, and their experiences. So I find that very interesting. I love the style of writing he uses. It's ironic that you say that considering that, you know, I, I say that you're, are you directly involved or related to individuals who are in the armed forces? I have only had one of my grand, my grandfather was, that is it. So no, I have not had a lot of military presence in my family. But you're, you're drawn towards that. Whereas Apple is married to an individual who is actively serving our country. And my father actively served our country for 22 years. So it's funny that you are drawn to a book or, or an author who writes a book based on that style and, and creating that relationship and have, and have established uh, such a close connection with people who are, sorry, just like making that connection. And, you know, I never read military books ever. Like, I think I've read like maybe two. I enjoy historical historical fiction movies based on military events. Uh, yeah, like World War II or I'm on a like a topic right now for for like 15th century Jap- Japan. I don't I don't even know how I even started down this path, but I'm there now. <laughs> So, um, it's, it's just fun it's fun to and that's one of the reasons why I truly do enjoy recording this podcast not only with Apple but with these mutual friends that we have because we get to learn new um, connections yes yeah. but Apple who is yours Okay, so that, that again is like choosing a favorite child. Um, <laughs> if I had to choose one per se, I think it would probably be Jodi Picoult. Why? Um, I, stab- I actually stumbled into her books um, many, many years ago. And when I found her as an author, I like gobbled everything up that she had written. And even now, like if she has a new book coming out, I will stagger what I'm reading so that I can read that the day it is uh, released. Um, I like that she takes hot topic issues and twists them mm. to where you see different sides of the story. Exactly. Uh, one, I don't know if you've read, if you've heard of the movie, um, My Sister's Keeper. Yes. Okay. Well, that's one of her books. And honestly, I think they ruined that book with that movie. Um, but she, that's what she does. And like, she recently did one on, um, on an abortion clinic where you um she it's called like 19 minutes or something like that but um it's oh no it's called a spark of life sorry a spark of life um anyways and it shows like the different um storylines of all the different people who wound up in an abortion clinic when it was um when somebody went to go shoot it up and so it was um and i will read her books like it takes me two days i will not put it down and it has such plot twists that you don't ever see coming. And um, I would have to say, her I've read everything she she's put out. 
I kind of am curious now. I don't know that I've ever, I saw the, uh, the movie you talked about, but I've never read any of her actual books, but if <laughs> you drew me in when you said plot twist, so let's <laughs> Yeah, there are, there are some serious plot twists in her books. Um, Strawberry, have you read any of her books? I have not. I wrote it down, though, that she'll be, she'll be in that, in the, look it now. So, right. Um, I have, we, we all have a mutual friend who, um, we read everything together, and my son says we have a secret book club, but anyways, um, she had never read Jodi Picoult either, and so I introduced her to Jodi Picoult, and now she loves her as an author. It's just, she just, the stories that Jodi Picoult chooses to portray suck you in from the beginning, and there are there are several plot twists throughout every single one of her books that you don't see coming at all. I'm going to have to, I'm going to have yes, I, yes. I'm a huge, I mean, I follow her on Instagram. I am like, I'm right there. Like literally if I know a new book is coming, I rearrange my whole life around the day that book is released. <laughs> but also Apple, I'm just going to need to go ahead and open your Kindle account for me to read these things. <laughs> okay. So, new, like, share like, Instead if of sharing, I could share books on my Kindle. I would do that all the time, but only certain authors allow their books to be shared. I'm a little bit. They've got to make their money. They do. Is okay. So, um, my next question is: your favorite movie that is based on a book? Strawberry. We'll go with you. Just one. Um. No. Well, if you have whatever, whatever. If it's more than one, whatever you got. I wrote down my top ten because I couldn't. Okay. I could not. <laughs> I just couldn't go there. Um, so I don't need to answer this question because you've answered it. <laughs> I know. And some of them, I, again, I think it goes to the, the, the fact that I am a, such an avid reader and I read everything to memoirs, to, to historical books, to, you know, crime books. Anyway, um, I think my favorite one goes back to I, I was on a John Grisham pick and a time to kill is just awesome. it is just one of the best book to movie adaptation they didn't miss a lot in it um it's just a great show what are the other ones on your top 10 i want to know um um of course some of them are, are going to be series so my next would be of course harry potter i mean all oh, of, of them i mean that is just yeah that enough said on that and maybe um I wrote this one, but then I put a star by it. That uh, would be Fifty Shades. <laughs> Just because. I never finished the series. Not entirely sure why. Like, mm. <laughs> So the next one is kind of funny because I love the show and I love the book. And, and he's been brought up a couple times today, but that would be Message in a Bottle. Oh, yeah. Nicholas Sparks. Exactly. It, it, it's not your typical Nicholas Sparks. It has a little more dramatics in it. Um, I, I liked The Shack. I don't, See, I never saw the movie The Shack. I only read the book. And, and the movie is so, it follows the book so well. Um, and that was such a, such an inspiring book. It truly is. It really want. I mean, it made me want to be a better person. Just because of, of the, the trip he took. Um, I love two Stephen Kings, which are Green Mile, which was awesome. Oh, yes. On my list and Dolores Claiborne love Dolores Claiborne love the book love the show oh, Green Mile like literally I was sitting here thinking I was like do I need to name more than one because that, that's my like second favorite it is awesome it, it is such a, I watched it yesterday 
I mean, I'm I'm a sucker for it. Um, it was so well done. It was oh my heavens! And I don't know if you remember. Uh, okay, I might be aging myself here just a smidge, but when Green Mile came out, it came out like the I want to say the old times. They were little chapter books. I'm talking. There were I want to say seven books in total, seven or eight, and it was like once every two months you would get these little chapter books and and paperback of course this is before you know um kindles and all the electronic readers um you had to like wait so it it had you just sitting there waiting for that day and you'd run to the barnes and noble or wherever you got your books to pick up that and they only came out in paperback (laughs) yeah little no I, i don't know Again, unknown fact about how I, know, like, I am in the Green Mile, but um, <laughs> books do that in general. Just saying, yes, like they do. Um, I actually, I like the Lovely Bones. That was such a good book, and it really they did such a great job of portraying that book into the movie. I love you. I love you. That's one of my favorite books. Like. I haven't seen the movie. I've only read the book. Oh, they did a great job on that one. Um, of course, I had to put the Fellowship of the Rings. I, I mean, I am a big Hobbit, that kind of things, and you know, I'm a huge nerd, and I had a really, I, I had a conversation with a friend recently. I had a very difficult time. I read The Hobbit um, in when I was in ninth grade. And had a really hard time segueing into reading the rest of the books because I felt like his details were unnecessary. Oh. I know, I know, I know. I've <laughs> actually like, never read those. Oh my heavens. It's, they're they're the long. Hobbit's like, yeah, the Hobbit's like six hundred pages. It's like it's like Game of Thrones. Yes. Yes. Um, and then let's see. I also have Life of Pi. I really liked that book, and the movie was really good. It followed that really well. And I don't think I've seen that movie or read it, that book. It was I, I've seen the movie, and I love I love these little independent films. And I don't even think The Life of Pi was independent, but it wasn't. It wasn't created as a mainstream movie, so that's why it was so popular right. with all the award companies or whatnot it was done incredibly well uh, it, it really i mean in it again since i read the book first i felt that they didn't use too much ai but what they did use really followed the book really well yep um i think i have two more i haven't said and and the next one i have a disclaimer um hunger games i <laughs> like the series and as far as reading but in the series and books as well as in movies the first is the best yes Uh, yes. the the end books were okay and the end movies were okay they followed the books but they were just okay yep um and then i have kiss the girls that's what i came up with and that's a james patterson i i like the alex cross series books as well but kiss the girls was i thought really well made fair so I think that that is my list of 10. <laughs> Oranges, what is on your list? Shawshank Redemption. Oh, I forgot that one. Yes, that sounds is really good. Too. I enjoyed that one a lot. Um, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. 
that's a good series of books as well. Um, I, I see my issues is that I don't have anything written in front of me. Fight Club, obviously, because I love that book and I love that movie. Um, there was something else. Oh, what is it? My name is Susie Salmon. Salmon like that's the fish. lovely bones. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because I still remember that. Like I remember the first first sentence of the book. My name is Susie Salmon. Salmon like the fish. Yep. Um, <laughs> oh, what is another one? I'm trying to remember. Uh, you know what? Go ahead, Apple, because I had one on the top of my tip, like the tip of my tongue, and completely forgot about it. It was a good one. So I don't have ten, but <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I would for me, and I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago. For me, the number one um, is the help. Oh, the I think yeah. that they did amazing with that book. Yeah. Well, first of all, I love the book, and then the movie. I felt maybe it was the actresses, maybe I don't know, whatever it is, amazing. That's one of my all-time favorite book to movies. Um, another one for me is A Walk to Remember by Nicholas Sparks. Mm. Yep. There's one part of that whole movie where it's not like the book, and I was so disappointed it wasn't in the movie, but it is okay because I that is still one of my favorites of his uh, book to movies. Another one is, um, oh my lord, I just totally forgot. Uh, Wonder, Wonder. Oh, oh, so good, yeah. I saw that movie the other day with um, Big Cat for the first time, and it was like, oh, it's so well done. And the book is, I think that one is one of the best uh, book to movies that they've done in a long time. Um, so that's one of my favorites. Um, Harry Potter is always going to be on the list for me, as well as the first Hunter, Hunger Games. That'll always be. And actually, when that movie came out, I had never even heard of the Hunger Games. I didn't even know what it was. And uh, me and my oldest went to go see it. And we literally left the movie theater, went to Walmart and bought him the books. And I went home and bought the books on my Kindle. <laughs> so I'm going to have one that's not going to be like a super popular one. And everybody like listens to our podcast is going to laugh at me. Are you, are you ready for this? I'm ready. Twilight. Love the books. I, I didn't I like the movies. I liked the first movie, but that was it. I hated the first movie because I felt like it, and, and I, I, I realized this after they kind of explained to me how it was recorded. It was recorded um, backwards. So the, the last scene was the first scene that Robert Patterson and Kristen Stewart had together. So it was recorded backwards. I don't, I don't know. Like that is still one of those. Now I'm going to have to go back and rewatch the movie. <laughs> yeah. Like that is one of those those series that I still find myself sucked into. Like I'm going through puberty. <laughs> so I liked. I mean, I love Twilight. I was like, when I discovered Twilight, I sucked that in like there was no tomorrow. Yes. Um, I loved the first movie. I watched all the other movies, but I did not love it like the first. I liked how they did the last one. Truly. I, I, I don't know why. I think it's because it wasn't um, comparatively to the movie or to the books. It wasn't, it didn't work out, but they, I don't know. I don't know if it's like I went through puberty 2.0 or whatever, but I was sucked into it. Like sparkly vampires. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. Anyway. 
So our next one is along along these lines. If you could take a book, it doesn't have to be a book. It could be a series. It doesn't have to be a standalone. To put into a movie, what book would you like to be seen put into a movie? Well, I didn't even research this enough. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start off with Strawberry since Orange has to think for a moment. <laughs> well, it's kind of funny that you say that because I wrote down a book and I was speaking to my kiddo earlier today and we were talking about this and he was like, oh, that's a series on, uh, on Amazon Prime. I'm like, what? Um, so I didn't even know that this book that I love was even had an, any kind of series or anything behind it because I was anticipating a show because it's not that long of a book. Um, so and it, just so you know what it is, it's the 112263 by Stephen King. I don't know. If yes, you- it's on Hulu. Yeah, he was telling me about that. It might be on Amazon. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, he told me and it is on Amazon. Yeah, because it's a mini series. I had no idea. So um, I went back and I know that the series would have to take a lot of AI, but I really think the Glass Throne series would be phenomenal. God dang it, that was on my list. (laughs) I I knew it probably was going to be, and I apologize for that, but it would just be so, oh my goodness, it would suck people in so, so quickly. Yes, that that was literally at the top of my list for a a series to be made into um, a show because... That has got to be one of my favorite series right now. I mean, it's like way up there on the list of my favorite series right now. Yep. We didn't even talk series. We just talked books. And, you know what I mean? Standalones. Um, but yes, that would be that would be one of mine. The, another one of mine is. Um, oh, my Lord. I know that Strawberry has read it because I told her about it. Um, oh, my goodness. The the one about the the generational books okay. by. Um, oh, by Ken. Um, Ken Follett. Yes. Um, the trilogy. It's a trilogy, and it follows the. It's. It starts off before World War One, and it ends with Obama's inauguration. Yes, that would be awesome. What is this? Huh? What is this? I don't. Ken I... Follett. Yeah, and it is. It's three books, and it is. They're, they're long, but it is. I hundred percent agree with you. That Hold on, wait. I'm going to pull up my Kindle right now and find because I cannot remember the name of it to save my life, and it is driving me I think me you're insane. right. It is the generations, isn't it? It's not the the other one is uh, the pillars. Pillars of the Earth is also good, but um, no, Ken, one. Ken Follett. Hold on, it'll come. Uh, come on, come on, come on. Hold on, real quick. I don't even have one, so you guys are doing good. Like, I really feel like. Um, we are 10, maybe 15 years out from Lord of the Rings being done while Apple's doing research. I would like to see it redone with, and not like Two Towers is my absolute favorite. So I feel like um, all the rest <laughs> of the movies need to be redone with updated uh, CGI. But okay. also the so- lovely personally. So the name of the series is the Century Trilogy. The Century, yes. And I sucked those books in just like there was no tomorrow. But Ken Follett is one of my favorite authors. Um, but anyways, I think that they could, that book would make an amazing, that trilogy would make an amazing miniseries. I think HBO could run with that. Um, <laughs> but it's, and it's historical fiction all the way, but it is, it, it is so good. It is very good. I would have I- never heard of these and I kind of want to 
stop recording so I can go read them now. <laughs> well, let me tell you what. Because you like historical fiction, you will not be uh, you will not be disappointed with it. And actually, we have another mutual friend who um, I told her, and her thing is is historical fiction. She will read historical fiction all day long. And I told her about these books and she, she sucked into them as well. She was like, oh my goodness, they are, they are amazing. And, um, yeah, I highly recommend those, but that would be, that'd be on my list. I can't even remember the name of this book and I read it once and I'm going to describe it and somebody that's listening hopefully knows what it is. It, um, so I am very big about Holocaust-esque movies, but not I feel like mm, <laughs> so World War Two was not just about the Germans and the Jews and I know that's where a lot of the attention goes and it feel I feel guilty even stating it that way there were Japanese Holocaust camps um, in the U.S. which don't have nearly attention that the um, Jewish Holocaust camps had. But in addition to that, I read a book and it was back in the day when I was dating somebody before my marriage. And it was, she bought this book strictly. So I would sit on the beach for her for eight, like sit at the beach with her for eight hours and not bitch and moan about wanting to go home. But it was about the Soviet Union's um, version of Holocaust camps. And it was so well written. And I don't remember the name of the book. I literally read a 300-page novel sitting on the beach getting sunburned while (laughs) my ex was tanning because of how well written this book was. And it's another historical fiction because I'm sure – while it is based on facts and there are individuals and families from this novel that these stories are based on, it's, it's not just historical nonfiction, but I love stuff like that. And I feel like it deserves the attention or more attention than what has been provided to it because we, we are all so caught up on mainstream so for for or two it's going to be hip and well if this century trilogy taught i mean it yes the holocaust is in there and those are some of the the hardest scenes to read in that book Mm -hmm. but it taught it has somebody in germany england russia the united states i mean he covers i mean wouldn't you agree strawberry he covers the whole gamut yes it it tells so many different points of view and, and what the country's point of view or what they're trying to sell the the people of those country um and the individuals and you know it even has um an english lady married to a german if i'm not mistaken it does and so it, it really it has so many dynamics that it just it it pulls you in and you just want to you want to know more and i mean the russian mob is in it yeah i mean everything like it is i can honestly say that is one of my favorite trilogies that, that is out there i need you guys one of you guys to text me that because i'll forget it after we record because we're recording another episode after this but uh i i really do want to check into that oh yeah i i will totally hook you up with that um okay so my along these lines and you know i i touched briefly on it and it's not my worst ever but what is the worst 
book to movie adaptation that you have seen? <laughs> and and when when you say worst, I'm going to tell you what 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 I think worst is, and that would be leaving out so many details or going in so many different ways that weren't even happening or just yes. not being yes. not being true to the book. To me or like having the same name and there's like and they say based on the book by and you're like yeah. did you read the book? Yeah, exactly. Did you actually read that book? <laughs> <laughs> Can I see you read the book and then tell me it's like that? Like who wrote this screenplay because you did not read that book. And and I think my my number one that I came up with was Queen of the Damned by Anne Rice. <gasps> yes the or this book pretty much because you're like what the fuck oh and the movie's horrid horrid but queen of the dam was the worst i was just like this is such a disappointment it, so you don't have a list of top 10 or that That's well i actually have two okay but queen of the dam was my first my second one and it's not that the movie was bad it's just the book was so good I remember when I got this book, um, it was one of those that I would stay up till two, three o'clock, well, probably two in the, at, in the morning reading, and I would wake up at 5.30 and get back up and read until I had to go to work. It was that, I mean, it just evoked that much, I want to know, I want to know, and that would be the Da Vinci Codes. I mean, <laughs> to me, the movie's okay. The book was just out of this world. So... Just to comment on that, I feel like the only reason that the movie was okay was because of Tom Hanks. I agree, 100%. I agree. I love those books, and those are something I read in high school and just sucked them in. And it's and the movie was okay. It was it, but it was only okay because of Tom Hanks. I feel like, yeah, I I completely agree with you. I think the book just what yeah and then it's like the movie yep you know what i mean that's the way i felt <laughs> about it appointment. and then the movie <laughs> um okay orange what would you what would you say is yours um, i had da vinci code on my list actually um trying to think of anything other than da vinci code <sighs> Ooh. um what was that series apple with the aliens that we watched that no, 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 no. And ended up on lifetime or, or something. It's a, it, it was a book series that ended up on a TV series, ABC or something. And it just plummeted and was horrible. Do you know what I'm talking about? Um, uh, yes. Uh, no, no, hold on. It's coming to me. It's, uh, uh, Strawberry has read these books as well. Jace, 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 Jace is the main character. Sorry, Jace is the main character. Yes, yes. (laughs) I know I gave you so much to work with, but it's so bad. Hold on. Wait, so it was a series? Yes. Hold on. It's not on Lifetime. Cassandra, Cassandra Clare wrote the first. She's she's the author, and it was the first one. That, I cannot believe I cannot remember the name of this book right now. Um, Clockwork, Clockwork Princess. It's a. I gotcha. The immortal, the immortal. Yes. 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 So that entire TV series, absolutely horrible. But absolutely I understand. Horrible. 
terrible because they put it on one of those like it was on PBS. ABC Family. Yes, like you cannot put that show on ABC Family. There's so much. Yes, there's way too much. Okay. I cannot, first of all, I did not like the movie that came with that book. And then I, oh. I had such high hopes for that, for that series. I did. I watched episode one. I was like, I'm done. I'm done. This is dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> you were dead to me. I know that um, the wife, I think, has watched a couple more episodes and has kind of gotten sucked into it. But I'll be honest, part of my issue is the fact that I cannot get sucked into, excuse me, ABC Family. Well, see, part of my issue is the casting on that show because I follow that show on Instagram, and so they show the like the characters who play those um, those part those characters, the mm-hmm. actors who play those characters. And again, it's one of those. Did you read the book? Right, like, because that is not what they look like in the book, or it's not what I think they look like in the book. It's not how the book says. Okay, the so one that if I you're gonna make is Magnus. Magnus is one of them. Yeah. Um, but if you're going to make a, a, a series, if you're going to make a movie, a, a TV series, you name it, it better, I mean, it doesn't, obviously you are not going to get the person like, you want to know what? I'm sorry. Fifty Shades of Grey. That is not Christian Grey to me. That's true. But honestly, it, that wasn't their first choice either. Okay. But, well, we all know that Charlie, what's his last name? Um, Jax Taller was supposed to be Christian Grey. And that to me is Christian Grey. The guy who is Christian Grey in the movie is not Christian Grey, Christian Grey to me. Gay. <laughs> <laughs> that that was like that was hard for me because to me that's not who Christian Grey is. Honestly, she is not who I would picture to be who the counterpart. Like if if Jax Teller had been the main role for Christian Grey, I feel like that that she would have better portrayed the that the female lead role strawberry did you like him as christian gray um acting probably not body was okay (laughs) love you uh for me it was not none of it he he was not the character that is 100 percent. but i don't mind the view redeeming for him was those eyes and the intensity of them um, okay, so my worst book to movie would have to be the Divergent series. Oh, that's another one that I had on my list. Yes. And I couldn't remember the name of it. I have that one down. Uh, especially the last one. It's like, did you read the book? Yep. I didn't finish them. I didn't. Um, you didn't finish the books. Or you didn't finish the movie. The movies. Oh yeah, it was it was horrible. It's yeah. Horrible. It, 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 the uh, the maze, Maze Runners. See, I haven't read those books. I've only watched the movies, but my son is a huge fan and he hates, he refuses to see the movies. Exactly. They're horrible. Anyways, continue with what you're saying. I'm sorry, Apple. Um, no, that, that for me, that's like every time I think of a horrible book to movie, Divergent is every single time. That is what I think. Of. I feel like they picked a really good female role for her. I, I kind of like the lead actress on it. Everybody else, I kind of like, fuck off. Like, you're horrible. <laughs> Um, I say I think the first the first movie was okay. Um, uh, yeah, no, it went downhill for me from there. Afterwards, you started sucking. Yeah, I was so not happy with that. Um, 
Okay, so we've actually reached the end of like our book movie questions, unless somebody else had a question about a book or movie that they wanted to ask. I, I did have another thing that I thought might be an interesting, just real quick, not not a lot, because um, I think I'm the only one that's read the book. But when we talk about books based on, or a movie based on books, but there's also, and we've kind of alluded to it, series. Um, there's so many series out there that are built around books, and I think the, the one that I loved the most, but also disliked the most, was, of course, Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones oh. is awesome, as I mean, as it is on the series, but if you've re- read the books, it, it deviates so much from some of the, the things that happen that it's unbelievable. And that's only, what, they only have five books, and they've already finished the eight series? Eight, so. eight seasons. It's, it's kind of one of those, it, I mean, I don't know how to feel about that because I'm like, the author hasn't, I mean, I know he okayed the, the screen rights and, and all of that piece of that, but he hasn't given us the books. The books end when, when the dragons are, babies are born, I'm pretty sure. So I've never read the books. I will say this, I have, I have started them multiple times and I have given up multiple times. Can't do it. It's like reading the Old Testament to me, like, like, so-and-so about so-and-so. Like, no. Like, if I'm going to read the Bible, I'm going to fast forward straight to the New Testament and, and hope for the best. But um, there's a reason why so many people, it's, his writing is an excess. And that's why, like, Yes, I am a true um, supporter of the fact that season eight of Game of Thrones ended horribly. Mm-hmm. Not happy with it, but that being said, um, his books, can't read them. So I really don't. I'm not like waiting on pins and needles for him to release how he wanted it to end, which is also, in my opinion, a cop out. He had plenty of time to write it. What's taking him so long? If you wanted it to end another way, you read this, you approved it, you supported it. Now you're going to write something better? Cop out. But see, that's kind of the way I feel about the lady who wrote Outlander. Okay, there's going to be 10 books, but she stopped at like eight. And it's been years since she's written another one. The season, the show's going to be on season five here pretty soon. It's like, really, honey, you need to get with the program. I need answers now. Yeah, like I, that's kind of the way I feel about the, the, the lady who wrote Outlander. Now, when the next Outlander is released, well, I'm going to read it. Of course, I'm going to read it. But I feel like, um, yeah, I'm going to be a great grandma by the time she is done <laughs> with that series. That's the way I feel about it. But you know, we didn't discuss real quick. Uh, we talked about standalones, but we didn't discuss what is your favorite series? Oh, goodness. Oh, I know what it is. Okay, number one, it, it's Harry Potter. I mean, it always goes back to him. I mean, that was so well written. All books, all the books in the series, and and it, you, the movies followed it so well. But no series, it's it's Harry Potter. Oranges. I don't have one. What? Oh, so many of my favorite books are standalones. Like, and, and, and I know this is not going to be one of those, like, people aren't going to applaud this, but I'm not a huge fan of Harry Potter. <gasps> I know. I know. I know. <laughs> like, I understand the appeal, 
they're very well written. The the movies were great. And, you know, my father works at Universal. So, of course, like, I appreciate the theme park. Um, we only went to Harry Potter World together. Yeah. Duh. Um, I'm not just not a huge fan of Harry Potter. So I don't. Uh, the, I like the Divergent series. I obviously like Twilight. I hate to even say that on air because somebody's going to be like, go through puberty. Um, but if I had to pick a favorite series, I feel like it would probably be Twilight. And I'm reluctant okay. to say that. <laughs> So as far as series, that again, that's like picking a favorite child. But right now, I would have to say Throne of Glass. Um, it it's and it's it was both on me and Strawberry's list of um, books that we want to see turned into a series. I I feel like in that book, especially the last book, there was the last two books, there were so many plot twists in that that I did not see coming. Yes, and uh, I just that I I think has has definitely moved to my the top of my list i forgot about one of the books that i or one of the series i really enjoyed and i can't remember the name of it right now but it's not throne of glass it's similar to that they just re-released it on hulu or amazon prime it was just redone because the movie was horrible um there's a bear in armor (laughs) i know that doesn't say a whole lot is it the narnia or golden compass Golden Compass. Golden Compass. I love that book. Never read it. It's the Narnia, the, the, the wardrobe, the whatever. Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe? Yes. No, 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 no. Golden Compass is completely different. Oh, but it's by the same author, aren't they? Yes. Okay, yes. Yeah, that's why I'm associating. I was like, what? No. It's so different. Um, Golden Compass is... You should read it. Apple. I feel like you'd enjoy it. I read it... Um, 10 years ago, and uh, Baby Cat has read it and really enjoys it. I think my kids have read it. Yeah. I think. The the original movie was horrible. I don't know, Strawberry, have you seen the original movie? Is it the one with Nicole Kidman? Yes. Uh, yeah, I actually watched it the other day. They're, they've re-released it. Have you read the books? Yes, ma'am. So, excuse me, goodness gracious. Um, they are redoing it. As, I think it's Amazon Prime. And it has the dude from Hamilton in it. Okay, that'll be good. Yeah, I know. I mean, I like all those. They're they're good books. Very good books. Um, speaking of books, I just thought of another one. The one of the books that I hate that like I was such a fan of the of the. Okay, so it was it was a show based on the books. So the book the show is called um, the midwife. Call the call the call the midwife is the name of the book. Sorry, it's the name of the show. And it's based on the book called The Midwife. I hated the books, but I love the show. Really? Yes. Huh? I'm not familiar with it. So <laughs> it's based on um, a, so there's a nunnery in London after World War II. And the nuns in this nunnery are, um, are midwives. Because back then, this was like before hospitals were the place to give birth at this and this nunnery is located like in the projects of London and it follows the nuns and the the midwives who come to this this nunnery and help the women in the slums of London give birth 
And um, it, it, this lady wrote the book. She wrote three books on it. And then um, they, it's done by PBS. And they picked it up. And they, there's like seven or eight. I think they're on season seven, I think. And there's only three books. And it is amazing. Like, I cry my eyes out almost every single episode. It is, the, the show is so much better than the books. And I can very rarely say that. So speaking of that, what do you think, which movie do you think is better than the book? No. (laughs) Ooh. I almost, okay. So I, I, um, controversial Green Mile. I feel like it was just so well done as a movie it's hard to, to better that book. But if I had to pick anything, I think it would be The Green Mile. I've never read the book. Strawberry? Um, I'm thinking, but I, I think, I, I think I'm going to... You can pass. It's totally... Well, just like um, that show, which me and um, Orange watch, Orange is the New Black. That's based on a book. Yes. It's based on one book. Oh, so I literally, like, let me segue back. Um, In response to that, uh, the wife and I started watching this most recent season. And truly, I feel like this season was the best written season that they've put out. See, and when that when that series came out, everybody said that the book was horrible compared to the series. And I was a huge fan. I mean, when when seasons two and three of that book came out, I was homesick on that day because I was at home watching seasons two and three of that show. <laughs> uh, yes, we didn't. We didn't. What season is it now? Like season five, season six? I, I think so. I I stopped after season four, so I know that I'm behind. But have you when, not watched any of the season? Not yet. No, I, I started on Jack's Teller again. I tell you, I love that man. Um, but um, he uh, that that I feel like this that show it was so well done in the beginning, and then it kind of just like uh. so I haven't watched the final season yet. But from what I heard, I remember when that show came out, they were saying that if you are a fan of the book, not to watch that show. But if you are a fan of the show, not to read the book. So I have not read that book yet. So I will say this, um, Apple. Fuck catching up on the seasons, truly. Just start with the last one. Because, in my opinion, um, the last two seasons were kind of you're gonna you're gonna kind of be lost. Um, the wife and I were up until I was up until three a.m. last night watching it, and I don't stay up that late, which is part of the reason why we're recording later in the day because I fell back asleep. But um, the topics that they touch on. Like, oh my god. They're I'm gonna have so- to watch it. I'll probably start tonight. It was it was it's really done very well. And you can Google what the hell you're like like what what did I miss? Google it and you'll catch up. It'll be fine. Personally, did you ever watch that strawberry? Hello? 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 Okay. I lost you guys there for a second. Strawberry, did you ever watch Orange is the New Black? No, I have not. Nope. <laughs> no, it's one that I've seen, and my, my sister has been on me for years to watch it, and it's just, it's never made it up to the top of the list. 
it's super it's a it's a very easy watch like i will say the first three seasons are are really well um like i said i think i've seen up through season maybe season four i know i've seen the first three um but um yeah and that's again call the midwife hated the books but i love that show on pbs i have been sucked in from day one with that show PBS does it like good though like Pollard I think it's or, or Pollark what is it that Pollark? I yeah like Poldark Poldark PBS does it the way that it needs to and it's funny that I say that because I'm thinking about our mutual friend who is going to be on a future episode of our podcast we, but... could, we could discuss books with her all day long <laughs> um, but anyways so moving right along at the end of our episodes we have um, three this or that questions so um We'll start out. Hold on. I got to pull them up real quick. So, Strawberry, would it be Kindle or book for you? Kindle. Orange? Book. Oh, Kindle all the way. Like, no, there's something about, like, a paper cut when you're turning that page or, like, rabbit earing it. I'm sorry. Uh, all day, every day. I will say this. When, when the Kindles first came out, my husband wanted me to buy one. He wanted to buy one for me. And I was like, no, negative. I do. I don't want it. Do not get this for me. <laughs> and then one year for Christmas, he got it for me. And I don't know why I was like so against it. I think it's because for me, having a book is like, ah, yeah. you know, like <laughs> turning that page. Is, and okay, I'm totally over that. I love my Kindle. I have my Kindles in my purse. I have the Kindle app on my iPad. I have the Kindle app on my phone. I am never without my Kindle. So baby cat literally for, for Christmas and her birthday every year gets probably a hundred dollars with books because there's there's three i kid you not there's three books on my couch right now from her it's so important for her and and that is how not only baby cat is but also the wife they just love having that physical connection with the novel and i think it's kind of just like carried over to me i i love books but i do know um just because i have moved a couple times here recently um i i had probably 200 hardback books that i had to get rid of because that's just too many to move um and i've had i got my first kindle almost 10 years ago and i think i have about 3500 books on it really yeah and i have a second kindle you can add memory to them i have a second kindle because um i'd loaned somebody my other one and I can move those so much easier than I can a box of books, even though mm-hmm. I love the smell of books. The smell of books is amazing. I, I, I miss that. Feel like the feel of turning that page. I, I'm over that. But Are when, you? <laughs> when you're laying in bed and you fall asleep, it falls, you know, it, it closes on the page you're on. You don't have to try to remember or find every That's day. Right where you were at and, and try to, and, cause there's multiple times when I had a book that I reread the same thing over and over because I was like, where was I? Cause you're so tough. But again, I read every night before I go to bed. So I just, I can't imagine my life without a Kindle. I just, I just can't because I mean, books, I mean, okay. Gone with the wind. It is. I mean, that sucker. I mean, you could kill somebody with that book. You know what I mean? You could smack somebody really well with that book. I can't carry that in my purse. Mind you, I carry a purse that carries everything under the sun with me, but I can't fit a book in there. <laughs> well, I can fit a book. I can't get my Kindle in a book. Three pairs of shoes, a battery charger for your phone and or watch. 
Like, no. Yeah, like, I can't fit Gone with the Wind in there also, but I can fit my super skinny Kindle. Well, and so traveling, yeah. you're right, because I remember one year we went on a, a holiday over Christmas, and my kiddo wanted to take five of the Harry Potter books so that he could read them. And um, because he likes to sit around and read as well. And I was like, buddy, unless you're carrying all those in your backpack, it's not happening. <laughs> That's a lot of weight. And it's expensive. <laughs> oh, he, he read, he took, I think he took two and he read them both while he was there. He, is, he was an avid reader when he was younger. Okay. So our next okay. question is paper or plastic? Paper. Like- probably plastic because i can reuse it in my house for a bunch of stuff like we're talking like bags or what yes like when you go to paper or plastic what do you say Mm, paper in in all fairness i actually this is kind of mute for me because i've actually started taking my own i i've we're in a state that is so filled with litter that that is one thing that I can do. Uh, I'm going to take my reusable bags and I'm going to go to the grocery store and I'm going to do that. That's so we use if we do like we do a lot of the grocery delivery. If we do that and they bring plastic bags, what I can return to them, I give to them, and what I can't, we have pets, so I use it for whatever. But like plastic is so bad. It is. I know it's bad, but see, if I do Instacart. I'm not going to lie. I did Instacart today. I do Instacart almost every week. Um, and so it comes in paper, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that, and I recycle all of that. But if I have plastic, I mean, we have animals, and I, I, will re- I will go through all the plastic in my house because that's how I send my husband because he can't really take a lunchbox to work, so he takes it in the plastic. <laughs> so, um, okay, so our next question is witches or wizards? Which is feminism. Fuck you, assholes. <laughs> Wizards. Witches. Uh, <laughs> Strawberry, why wizards? I'm curious. Well, it, it all has to do with my personality. Because uh, when I first read that, of course, it was like instantly Harry Potter wizard. And then I was like, no, take a step back and, and think about this. Is What's the difference between a witch and a wizard? It's not just gender. <laughs> huh? I said ball, whatever. <laughs> it, it's it's not gender. Um, a witch is one who has magic power, and a wizard is one who uses the magic or mystic things and 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 acquires the skill. So there's learning to it. So to me, that was more interesting. Hmm. I'm a learner. Oh, I like that train of thought. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Not going there. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm born with it. I'm going to use it. Good. Well, that's all we have for this week. So, uh, Strawberry, thank you so much for joining us and um, being part of our episode. We really appreciate it. Well, thank you. Strawberry back. Yeah. 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 yeah, We'll totally bring you back. Well, thank you. I I enjoyed it and I will be more than happy to come back and and chat some more. Yes, yes, yes. All right, guys. We'll see you next week's episode. Love you. Hugs, kisses, whatever. Bye. 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 Thanks, guys, for listening. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.